This should be played at high volume. Trouble, trouble in the South Turn. The one, the only, the greatest show round turf. Ace is your place for Friday night racing. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your starting lineup. Welcome to the Triad Racing Podcast. Here's your host, Randy Pettit. Thank you, race fans, for joining us here on the Triad Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Pettit. I am the voice of Triad Racing, and I think I can call myself that. I am the voice of historic Bowman Gray Stadium over in Winston-Salem. You hear me on the PA along with my uh, partner in crime there, Eric Brennan. And David Flint and I are the voices of Ace Speedway on Friday nights. That is just north of Burlington. And before we get started, I want to thank the man behind the glass, the pride of the Fighting East Forsyth Eagles, our show producer, Desmond Johnson. Thank you, Desmond, for all of your work getting us to the various platforms and making the show possible. And we want to thank uh, this episode's sponsor, Ace Speedway. Ace has the prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic that is coming up on Friday night, August the 16th. And folks, if you have, for whatever reason, had trouble getting off work early enough on Friday nights and making it down to Ace Speedway, um, I wanted to encourage you to make it out to Ace Speedway for August the 16th. That is the prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic, and it is going to be a fantastic event. A 100-lap late model race with a $5,000 to win payday. And the winner of that race is going to get a guaranteed starting berth for the Rodney Cook Classic. And the Rodney Cook Classic uh, comes up in uh, October, and that race is going to be a tough one to make. So the winner is going to get a big payday, and they're going to get a guaranteed starting berth in the Rodney Cook Classic. Plus, Ace has a fantastic uh, mini stock division uh, where two very familiar names, A.J. Sanders and... Chuck Wall are battling for the uh, mini stock championship, and we've got a ton of talented drivers in that division. We've got the Ace Modifieds. Uh, Randy Butner actually uh, races both Modifieds at Bowman Gray and Ace Speedway. Dennis Holdren, the uh, 50th anniversary late model champion of Franklin County Speedway. Gary Young Jr., and a lot of great competitors uh, running that uh, modified division, A-Speedway, Gary Causey among them. It's a lot of fun. They're different than the Bowman Gray Modifieds, a little bit more emphasis on handling, less on horsepower. Plus, you'll see limited late models. Ace is the place for Friday night racing. We want to thank them for sponsoring uh, this episode of our podcast and encourage all the fans listening anywhere here in the greater triad area, Southern Virginia. Come on down and check out A-Speedway on Friday night, August 16th. The prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic. And last I heard, talking to the promoters, uh, Robert and Jason Turner, they had already confirmed about 16 late model entries. They're expecting as many as 24, and they'll all be battling for that big $5,000 payday at Ace Speedway. Well, we are sitting here on Tuesday night as we record the Tried Racing Podcast on the last few days before the season finale at Bowman Gray Stadium and. Folks, it just comes and goes so fast at Bowman Gray. And, of course, they play football at the Madhouse on the football field, and uh, they have to kind of draw a line in the sand, if you will, and say, okay, we got to stop racing at this point. 
so they can flip the facility from racing to football. And that's part of the reason. Um, and it just comes and goes so quick. So this year we had a lot of rainouts early in the season and it just seems like it's went by a little faster than normal. So I wanted to catch up just a little bit. If you haven't been to the Madhouse much this season, there are three really, really tight championship battles. And the fourth one is, is still by no stretch over and done with in the, um, Q1041 Stadium Stock Series at Bowman Gray Stadium. Chuck Wall has got his fourth win uh, recently, and he has an eight-point lead over A.J. Sanders. Now, Saturday night at Bowman Gray, August the 17th, is double point night. So that simply means that that eight points is only two positions on the racetrack, two spots. So if Chuck Wall draws last and A.J. Sanders draws the pole and wins a race and Chuck Wall gets stuck back there in traffic. It could cost them the championship. You know, they're going to be up on the wheel. Brandon Brennell had a really tough break Saturday night at Bowman Gray. He had the, uh, the axle and wheel separate the entire, uh, you know, the entire axle and wheel and everything came off the car and that really hurt him. And he is now 50 points out of the lead. But if you win the race, you get a hundred points. So that simply means if he wins the race and those other guys have some bad luck, he's still not out of it. He's had a great season. Brandon Brindle with three wins, Grayson Keaton, 70 points behind mathematically still possible, I guess, but three wins. Good season for that young man in the law offices of John Barrow street stock series. Jacob Creed, uh, has a division leading three victories and he is the point leader by only four points over Jeremy Warren. Uh, Billy Gregg, former champion, uh, got his second win of the season last Saturday night. It's only 14 points back. And Billy Gregg will be the first person to tell you he he really doesn't uh, care all that much about uh, winning a championship. But you know it's right there within his grasp, and I'm sure he's going to be um, he's going to be up on the wheel Saturday night. David Creed, who got a win earlier this year, right on the heels of a uh, of the birth of his granddaughter, 74 points behind, and certainly a long shot uh, Saturday night in in the law office's John Barrow Street Stock Series. Brad's Golf Cars Modifieds. Well, fans, if you've been going to Bowman Gray in the last three decades, then you know it's been the Tim Brown and Burt Meyer show, and guess what? 2019, as far as the championship goes, same old story. Uh, those two guys have been, had a very, very consistent season. Uh, Tim Brown... It will probably be the first to tell you he's been very disappointed, only won two races so far this year, but he's only seven points out of the championship battle, and he has not performed up to what he would consider his normal standard. Burt Myers has been just lucky and good. He's won five races this year, and he is the point leader only seven points ahead of Tim Brown. Burt has a division leading five victories and um, since the next nearest guy has three, Brandon Ward, that means he's already wrapped up the Top Gun Award. So Burt Myers already already captured some extra money. Lee Jeffries um, got the uh, Pole King Award, winning the most polls. He wrapped that up last Saturday night. He is nowhere anywhere in contention for the championship. Jonathan Brown got his second win of the season last Saturday night, and he has um, still got a chance to win a championship. He would have to have a Awful lot go wrong uh, for Burt Myers, Tim Brown, and third place James Savali, who is 27 points behind for Jonathan Brown, the two-time 2019 winner, to have a shot. But he's still got a shot. And that brings us to the McDowell Heating and Air Sportsman Series. And tonight's guest on the Triad Racing Podcast is the point leader, Justin Taylor of King. And I'll let Justin uh, say hello to your race fans in just a moment. But to set the stage for you, in the McDowell Heating and Air Sportsman Series, Justin Taylor 
has had the best season of his career. He has uh, got 620 points, and he has got a 44-point lead over Tommy Neal, the former champion, and that division's uh, third all-time winningest driver uh, with 45 wins. Tommy Neal, 44 points back. He's won three races this year. Dylan Ward, man, what a season he has had. He has already wrapped up that division's top gun award with six victories, uh, and you got to give a shout-out to him. He is 58 points behind, and if something really strange goes down Saturday night, he's still mathematically in the hunt. And a tip of the hat to uh, Kyle Southern and his team. Uh, they've got their He got his first win in that division earlier this year, and Kyle's had a really strong season. He's fourth in the points, 71 points behind. And the Madhouse was really uh, standing on their feet last Saturday night for Amber Lynn as she got her third victory of her sportsman career and all this season. Uh, so she's been knotted up there with Justin Taylor and Tommy Neal for second in that division. I misspoke Saturday night. Of course, Dylan Ward's got six wins, already already wrapped up top gun. So those other three drivers, including our guest, uh, if any of them win, they're going to separate themselves as the second winningest driver in that division, but none of them are going to be able to catch Dylan Ward for that Top Gun Award. Now, our guest tonight, folks, I, I pulled my – I get these little sheets where I'm doing the starting lineup, and I brought those with me. And, Justin Taylor, you can look at these. This is what I'm looking at up in the announcer's booth. And in the um, in, in the sportsman division, when they have 20-lap races for the fans that aren't aware, they draw for their starting positions. And he drew uh, seventh for that uh, first race. And typical of Justin Taylor uh, fashion this year, he came home with a second-place finish. Tommy Neal, uh, who started on the pole in that race, won it and got win number 45, his Bowman Gray career, and congratulations uh, to to uh, Tommy. But, um, man, he drove from seventh uh, the second, and that's not easy to do in that sportsman division. That second race, they had the O'Reilly Auto Parts Madhouse scramble, and that put Justin Taylor – uh, starting back in 13th after Tommy Neal drew the 14th starting position. And Justin Taylor, as he has all season, drove from 13th all the way up to 4th. And that's really been the secret to uh, to his success this year. As we documented, he's won three races this year. Uh, but really, the key to him being uh, the man with the biggest point lead of any of our four division leaders going into the season finale. Folks, just listen to this. I don't want to bore you with stats, but this tells the whole story. We've, we've had 18 sportsman races heading into the 40-lap season finale on Saturday night. That'll be for double points. And Justin Taylor has finished in the top five, 16 out of 18 starts. And I've been at Bowman Gray Stadium a long time. That is a phenomenal, phenomenal job in the sportsman division. He's got three wins. He finished uh, second three times. He's finished third four times. He's finished fourth four times and fifth two times. His worst two finishes of the season, 12th and 10th. And if you add all those uh, wins and seconds, thirds, fourths, and fifths up, my Parkland High School math comes up with 16 top five finishes and 18 starts. Justin Taylor of King, welcome to the Triad Racing Podcast. And before we get started, I just want to congratulate you. I know you've got one more race to, to finish this thing off but congratulate you on what's been a fantastic uh, 2019 season so far and some amazing consistency from you and your team. Yeah, I appreciate it, and I appreciate y'all having me here. Um, I'll be honest with you, though, this couldn't be done without my sponsors and my help. Um, Randy Armstrong of After Hour Speed Shop, Taylor Enterprise, Wade Interiors, KOA of Greensboro, 
um, race22.com, Jeff Burns Classic Car Sales, Short Circuit, Race Wiring, um, Buzzy's Drive Train out of Mooresville, um, the, remod- nah, the Remodeler LLC, Randy Morris Towing, uh, U.S. Unlimited Services, Scott's Performance Engines, and Bryant Shock Technology, Precision Built Spindles by Jeff Day. Um, without those guys, this it wouldn't be possible in this year wouldn't be nowhere close to possible. Justin, before this season, you had won two <laughs> Bowman Gray Stadium Sportsman races, two in your career. And I don't know how long you've been driving a division because I hadn't been there the whole time. But two races, okay? I, I knew who you were. I know what you look like. I've talked to you a couple times in the winter circle. But you were not a guy that when everybody pulled up in the pit area, like a John Holloman, like a Derek Stoltz, a Michael Adams, um, you know, like like – Tiger Tommy Neal, Kevin Neal, a lot of those guys that have won more races and won some championships, you were not the guy that everybody was looking to to beat this year. What happened, my man? What what caused all this? You didn't su- suddenly learn how to drive a race car in one year. There's bound to be something behind the scenes, uh, you know, different car, different crew, something. Uh, man, it's like you flipped the switch this year, and you have just been on fire this year, man. And congratulations, by the way. Fantastic season so far. I really appreciate it. Um, it all starts with Randy Armstrong. Um, my man is – he knows more about a race car than some people will forget about. I mean, he's just – he's phenomenal with a race car. He's – the three wins that we've got this year, he's actually not even been at the racetrack. Wow. Uh, he's fixed it over the phone. Uh, we call him, tell him what the car's doing. And he'll give us a list of things to start with, and we just do it, and it it works every single time. So, it, without him, between him and my dad, those if if somebody called right now and said, "Hey, uh, we got a cup ride for you, um, all expenses paid, you ain't got to worry about nothing," um, what would you do? I was I say, well, we're gonna go back to the very beginning, and Randy Armstrong's gonna Randy Armstrong and my dad's gonna set it up. And then I'll drive it. Uh, that's just how good them two work together. And me and Randy, we work together really, really good. He knows my driving style. He knows how I am. And he's been in Alabama for, I think he was gone for two years. So I kind of missed out my key ingredient right there, and we got him back. So here we are. I got gotcha. you. You know, one of the things that's that normally when you win the sportsman championship, because it is such a tough division – and the fact that primarily you guys and gals are drawing for your starting position every week, and a lot of your races are, you know, 20 laps, 40 laps. And, you know, they've increased the 100 lappers and whatnot, but you, you draw. You know, a lot of it's luck. Yeah. And, but it definitely takes some skill to be able to start back there, you know, from 10th on back and drive your way up into the top five. You've done that all year. Now, look at your the start of your season, dude. The season opener, you finish third. You get your first win on May the 18th. Um, and then, um, that was the night where you almost won them both. Yeah. Uh, Amber Lynn got her first win and I'm telling you, man, you, you, you did everything to spin that girl out. She, she earned it, man. You could have very easily, uh, had you been mean, won both races that night. And then you followed it up with a, um, a big win on May the 25th. You just got out of the gate so strong and, you know, not to, deride what you've done but let's face it some of the some of the people that you would ordinarily think of as championship kind of contenders the defending champion kevin neal horrible luck um you know he got out of the gate very poorly 
uh, John Holman the fourth hasn't hasn't won a sportsman race this year. Nobody saw that coming. Uh, Derek Stoltz has only won once. Michael Adams has not won all season. So you had some heavy hitters there that kind of stubbed their toe earlier in the year. And dude, you were able to capitalize and get a lead, and you just absolutely have not looked back. You're right, I haven't. Um, there for a while, Kyle Southern gave us a run for our money. Um, he he did. A, he's had a phenomenal season too. Yeah, he had. He's he's had a really good race car. Um, then again, it comes back to luck. Uh, the last couple of weeks, he's had terrible luck. Um, he has. And all these guys we race with, they have so much respect for each other. Um, if I needed, if I needed anything, and I could go to either any one of these guys, and they would help us out with whatever they had. Um, that's that's what really makes it feel really good is because some of these guys that we've beat or we're beating right now in the points is is the ones that everybody expects. Everybody puts their money on when they say, hey, hey who do we got this race or who's going to win the next sportsman race? They don't ever put the 12 machine in there. And uh, that's that was our goal this year is to be the person that when they all – when they all unload out of the trailer, we wanted to be the one that they go, well, you're going to have to beat that 12 machine. And it's, it's almost like uh, you, you, you took Kevin Neal last year. You know, last year, his year right. and your year look a lot alike. He was yeah. amazingly consistent. He won a lot of races, and, you know, nobody necessarily saw that coming, that he was going to be the champ. And as I remind him, he's still the champ until until this Saturday night. And, you know, it's quite an honor to win a championship at Bowman Gray. And if I remember correctly, this if, if you can hang on, this would be your first one, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've never run for a championship in any kind of racing I've ever done. Um, I told my old man if he took care of his health a little bit better, uh, which he don't take care of himself very good, and he's had health issues, and most people in our division know, I would give it one shot uh, to run for a championship. and. So far, the one year that we've picked worked out in our favor. So we're going hoping it stays that way. Um, after Saturday night, we'll hopefully be be crowned the champion. Well, fans, you're listening to the Triad Racing podcast. I'm your host Randy Pettit, the voice of Triad Racing. Uh, happy to um, to be part of the Bowman Gray Stadium Racing family. Uh, our last event uh, this coming Saturday night. If you're listening, uh, August the 17th, the season finale at Bowman Gray Stadium. 150-lap modified race, 40-lap sportsman race, 20-lap street stock, 15-lap stadium stock race, double points in all four divisions. So instead of a possible 50 points, it's doubled to 100, and that can really uh, muddy the water, if you will, in some championship battles. And as we mentioned Taylor, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Justin Taylor by no means a shoe-in uh, for the championship. He does have the biggest lead of any of the four-point leaders, 44 points. Um, and I'm sure going into Saturday night, your mindset's probably you'd, you'd love to win another race and just put all doubt behind you, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, we were talking before we come down here because we work on the car every single night, um, six days a week, all the way until it gets loaded up on Friday nights. Um, Randy's making changes. Uh, even on the rainouts this year, he's cut bars out and moved them around, uh, things he didn't like. Um, he's just made it his way. Um, but I would love to go in the last race and win it and celebrate just by myself, but we're going to go over there and we're going to do like we've done all year long and just drive the wheels off of it and hope it plays out in our favor. You, you certainly had a great year. Um, 
You're listening to Tried Racing Podcast, and we couldn't do this podcast without our show producer, Desmond Johnson, and our great sponsors. Uh, Rooster's Country Store has carried us for several weeks, and this week we want to give a shout-out to Ace Speedway, uh, the prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic, which is coming up on Friday night, August the 16th. And that's a 100-lap late model race with a $5,000 to win payday. And the winner is going to get a guaranteed starting berth in the Rodney Cook Classic, which comes up in October. And five grand, nothing to sneeze at. And there's going to be a lot of people there uh, trying to claw their way to the front at Ace Speedway. Uh, we've got a lot of great uh, Ace Speedway regulars. We're expecting some members of the Cars Tour, uh, some of the guys coming down from South Boston, Orange County, Hickory, all over the region. Uh, they'll be racing at uh, Ace Speedway on Friday night, trying to take home five grand. Um, and Ace has got another event coming up on Friday night, August the 30th. And Justin Taylor, I know the Bum Gray fans, every year they – you know, a, a, a few days later, they've, they, they're like, man, how did, how did it get the season get over so quick? What are we going to do now? Well, come on down to a speedway. Uh, it's a, it's a really fun track. It's well ran. It's clean, great concessions. And it's on uh, Friday night, August 16th and Friday night, August the 30th. So fans can get their fix. And it is about 15 minutes North of Burlington. Uh, but I, I assure you it's worth to drive. Have you ever been to ACE? Have you ever raced with us down there? Yeah, um, I like that racetrack. It's a really, it's a really fast racetrack. It's fun to get around. Um, well, consider yourself invited. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if we got the car for down there. Uh, really, uh, we got an offset car. Um, I don't know if they're gonna do a Bowman Gray race down there where they do the Sportsman Division. If they do, then we'll be, we'll be committed a hundred percent there because, I mean. I can't stop at the stadium right now. We're right now every every time we unload, we're in the top five. So if I can go down there and finish in the top five, that'd be good too. Absolutely. Now let's um, let's get some of the fans that may not be as acquainted with Justin Taylor as as they are maybe with a guy like Derek Stoltz or John Holloman or Kevin and Tommy Neal or Michael Adams. Some of the ones that have been around a little bit longer. Um, let's go back a little bit. When did you first start racing, and what kind of racing did you do? Uh, we started in, I think it was 2007, maybe, 2008. Um, guy offered me a go-kart ride. Uh, and then on a Thursday night, we were supposed to go race Friday. On a Thursday night, he called my dad and said, hey, you know, a guy come up, offered us some money. We had to sell, sell our stuff. And my dad got on Craigslist, I think it was at that time, or maybe it was racing junk or something like that. And uh, we went and picked up some go-karts and – Friday night we went and raced and we finished fourth actually in our first race and how'd you like it I loved it I was eat up with it I've always wanted to race but my mom she was always no no that's my baby he can't race he'll get hurt well I've never been the she didn't let you play football either right <laughs> yeah I did but I actually, oh, okay. I actually didn't like that um I got you I just wasn't a big fan of I don't know it's really probably wasn't. a little safer in that roll cage right yeah yeah um it wasn't too long after we got into the go-karts. I think we won our fourth race, uh, and I was hooked after that. Um, and then – What uh, what was probably your biggest victory when, when you were racing go-karts? What's the one that stands out the most? Oh, the king of the concrete. Right, okay. Um, Amber Lynn, that, that was her immediate yeah. response, the queen of the concrete. That's a – for the fans that aren't aware, that's a huge, huge go-karting event – uh, at the Greensboro Coliseum, and is that the week of Christmas or it's Thanksgiving? It's the week before Christmas. Week before Christmas, yeah. 
And it's in the dead of winter. There's no racing going on. Everybody's going crazy, and that's a perfect time to get, scratch your itch and, and watch some really great racing inside and uh, get a little high on some go-kart fumes, right? That's exactly right. It's so quick and so fast in there. It's kind of like the stadium. Um, I think we run like six-second laps inside. Wow, a lap yeah. in six seconds. That's yeah, it's, awesome. It's Everything happens before you even got time to think. All you can do is react. Um, we go in there. We run pretty competitive every time. Um, that's, that's probably, that's probably my favorite place to race go-kart wise, but it's, it is what it is. Now, how did you make the, the leap, uh, from go-karts to a stock car? When did that happen and where? Uh, it was 2009. Matter of fact, uh, I was the king of the concretes. First year we run that. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta have something on asphalt. I want to try it and see what it's about. Um, and then my dad, he went and bought a race car for my birthday, uh, I was like, oh, okay. This That's is a pretty, pretty good cool. birthday present. Yeah, it wasn't bad. My cousin brought it on a rollback, and uh, it was pretty cool. Um, what uh, wh- what division did you start in and where? Street Stock. Street Stock, okay. Yeah, uh, we went over there, and a matter of fact, my wife now, her dad, we wrecked his car uh, the first year I raced over there, and would have never thought um, me and her would have ended up together for the simple fact me and him never seen eye to eye. Um, so that was the hard trip to make was the first time going over to his house. It was kind of like, eh, I don't really know what to expect. And everybody's filled my head up with, he's this crazy guy. He'll cut you. You better be careful. He's he's <laughs> he's a rowdy crowd. So I, I went over there, and he, he welcomed me in with open arms. And he's he's probably one of the best father-in-laws I probably could have picked out. Now, um, who is this? Tell the fans that don't know. John McNeil. Okay. The 99 Street yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, I know John. He's, yeah. he's, former, he's former he gets champion. rowdy. He gets former rowdy. Former champion, and John John won several races in that division. 19, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he's he was he – was, I think he's the only car over there I've seen jump over somebody and still pass other cars to pick up more positions. So, he's he don't yeah, – he, he, he doesn't uh, have a slow gear in him. By, by math, <laughs> he is uh, fourth, uh, tied for fourth with Kyle Edwards for the all-time street stock winners list. And – uh, you know, 19 victories, nothing to sneeze at. Very, very good racer. That's exactly right. Yeah, he's, 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 we kind of got a lot in common. We really don't have a slow gear. Um, he's still going, uh, I think he's 59, and I think he's still going like he's, like he thinks he's 25. Yeah, the last time I saw him, he looked like he could hop back in the race car and put <laughs> yeah. a spanking on everybody if he wanted to. Yeah, I've tried to talk him into get back into it, but he don't, he so, don't, um, he don't feel it. So, street stock, I, I my, winner's list i don't have you on here that doesn't necessarily did you win a race in street stock yeah we won three races in three street. okay yeah um and my old man got sick uh, back in 2010 and he really wasn't supposed to make it after the 48 hours when he was in the hospital um and here we are nine years later and he's still kicking so that's awesome yeah it's all about this race and this is why i do it i do it for my dad um without him it wouldn't even be close to possible anyways uh we're I work long hours, sun up to now, sun Now, down. what do you do for a living? Uh, I work for the city of Winston from 6 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon, and then I get off and uh, we do landscaping, mowing yards, uh, tree work. Um, so that explains this nice suntan you got. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little darker. But then again, you take my shirt off, and I'm just a white fellow. So <laughs> you're, you're pretty much an average working Joe then. Yeah, I work sun up to sundown every single day i got you um, now to get off the racing subject just for a second you had a pretty uh pretty cool life-changing experience here recently yeah. what, what happened yeah we had a little girl um haven grace she was 
I think she's my good luck charm because when she's at the right, when she was, well, my wife was pregnant with her, she was at the racetrack and it was, it we were, we were hard to beat. And now where she's so young, we don't take her to the racetrack and my luck's kind of, I wouldn't say it's dwindled down, but it ain't what it was at the beginning of the year. Well, you've, you've had a fine season, no doubt. So you ran, ran street stock, won three races. And when did, when did you guys decide, okay, we're, we, we've been, uh, you know, in the pool, but we're going to go in the deep end of the pool and uh, dive in with a sportsman division. And and I say it all the time. If I don't know if you can hear me when I'm, when I'm announcing you guys coming out and gals, um, I say it and I mean it, you know, the sportsman division at Bowman Gray stadium could be the main event anywhere in the country. And, and it's really, uh, some weeks it's the most entertaining division there. And it, and it very seldom disappoints in the last several seasons, but that is a really, really tough division. What made you decide to leave the comfort of the street stock division, which is very tough in its own right, to go run sportsman? Uh, yeah, that that is true because this it's, it's definitely the most competitive. Because you had division. only won two races in sportsman up until this year, right? And, and you you were you were not a guy that ran up front every week. Uh, no. It's tough. It's it's a hard transition to make. It's the hardest division, I think, in my opinion. Um, in 2014, uh, we got offered a ride in sportsman division with Double D Trucking and Grading, and uh, we ended up taking it. Uh, we run sportsman for a year. We ended up finishing fourth in the points. Um, nothing spectacular, nothing to call home about. Um, and then they quit racing, and we kept racing. And in 2000, I guess it was 2017, um, we started running a little bit better. I went and bought my own car. Um, wasn't racing for my dad anymore um and then in 2008 i went and bought a new car um ah yeah 2018 do that yeah 2018 i'm sorry um 2018 we went and bought a new car and bought an offset car and it's it's been night and day um we won two races last year in the sportsman division which the first one it meant the most uh the second one it meant it meant just as much, but it didn't mean as much as the first one did. Uh, so you got your first win in 2017? 2018. 2018. 2018. Okay. 2018 and see, that's why I don't remember. I wasn't there. Yeah, that's right. So when you won um, when you won that first one this year, that's the first time that I had talked to you in Victory Lane in Sportsman. So, okay, it's kind of adding up to me now. Yeah. I'm catching up here a no, little bit. you're right. I got you. Um, yeah, and then this year – we come right out the gate. I think we won. We finished second the first race, or third the first race, and then we come out the second weekend, and in the first 20-lapper, we finished second to Amber, and I think she pulled a 12. And uh, my dad looked at me. He said, well, what do we need to do to the car? And I said, well, with the modified rubber, I think it'll work out. Just leave it alone. And uh, he said, well, we start deep. We start 11th. I said, well, I can win from there. It ain't no problem. And uh, we went out there, and on lap 19 – we got to the inside of the four car, and I hate it worked out the way it did. He ended up spinning. Um, he tried. He said he didn't know if we were there, but he didn't know if we were going to lift or not. So he come on down, and we ended up spinning him. Um, but we led the last lap on that one and took the race win. Uh, that was the night you were talking about earlier. Right. Where Amber won her first one, and then we won the second one. So if i'd have known now what i know then i'm i might have roughed her up a little harder than i did but <laughs> but the run-ins me and her have had before i kind of was trying to start the year off 
easy right there. Right, so I got you. We we ain't never been able to race around each other until this year for some reason. We've always run into each other. I got you. Um, but we got mad respect for each other now. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah, we can race around each other. She can race the outside of me. I can race the outside of her. Um, well, let me ask you a question. Um, now that you are running better and you've won three races this year and you've been leading the points darn near the whole season, um, how's – are you – winning over new fans you know a lot of the drivers tell me that that you know one of the biggest reasons they love to race at bowman grace the fans oh and absolutely. i know you had fans before but i, I i've got to i've got to wonder you, you probably got a lot more now don't you oh absolutely we ordered 95 shirts this year and i was sold out by the halfway break um people still come up and ask me hey you got any shirts no I've, matter of fact i had to give uh one of the fans the shirt off my back literally um i went in a trailer Found another shirt, changing it, and give her the shirt off my back just because I was I was really just I don't know I was trying to make sure that the people were cheering for us they would stay cheering for us. That's pretty um, awesome, man. So now you you've raced some other places and and what is the, what is the big thing about Bowman Gray Stadium to you? Uh, I've given my answer many times, but to you, what makes it so special? Um, when you roll out on the racetrack and there's let's say 15 to 20,000 people and and you look up and you're sitting there waiting on the division in front of you get out of the winter circle and you see all these eyes just blaring on you it's it's a whole nother feeling like it, it's something you can't even explain you can go to Caraway and race in front of 40 people and and it's okay it's fun it's racing but when you've got 15,000 people that at the end of the night, whether you wrecked their person or not, they knew you was at the racetrack. You, you can come to A-Speedway and ra- race in front of 2,000, by yeah, the way. And you yeah, can do that on yeah. Friday night, August the 16th, the Prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic, uh, A-Speedway, big 100-lap late model race, $5,000 to win. We'll have an awesome modified race. Not the Bowman Gray Modifieds, but right. their Modifieds, open wheel, You know, a little bit more emphasis on handling, uh, very fun division, a lot of great drivers in that division. Um We've got a fantastic battle going on for our mini stock championship at Ace Speedway by, guess who, A.J. Sanders and Chuck Wall, limited late model. Um, David Latour, who's actually a very uh, key uh, ingredient on uh, Kevin Neal's team, is actually a driver yeah. at Ace, and he's yeah. had a great year. He's had a hard uh, run. Penn Cram Jr., you know, he's he's still going. He's been racing forever, and he's uh, he's uh, the guy down there leading the point. So limited late models, great great feature, and we've got a new division. If if you're out there listening, and you want to you want to run a race car, and you don't want to buy a stadium stock or mini stock, but you you want to go racing. We've got a division called Extreme, and that's for bone stock Nissan Sentras, pretty much as a roll cage. Very few safety <laughs> modifications. Fun way to go racing. So I want to invite the fans out to uh, Ace Speedway on Friday night, August sixteenth. Prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic, Hunter Lap Late Model Race, uh, and all the other divisions racing. It's going to be a great show. And then if you can't make that one, uh, Ace Speedway will be back in action on uh, Friday night. Let me check my calendar here. I believe that's August. Uh, yep, August the 30th. So if you're uh, if you're going into withdrawals from Bowman Gray being over, come on down to Ace Speedway. We'd love to have you on Friday night, August the 30th. Uh, Justin Taylor, it's uh, it's been fun getting to know you a little bit. And uh, I, I mean, with all sincerity, what you've been able to do this year in Sportsman Division has been pretty, pretty incredible, man. Uh, it. It's been awesome to watch you grow up as a driver, uh, you know, and I know I can tell how proud you are of that daughter. 
Uh, oh, yeah. As, as a guy right. with two daughters, I know My how special too. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I believe I've met your son. He's a, he's quite a race fan. Yeah, he's a little How old is he right. now? He's five. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is a very, very nice young man. <laughs> And uh, he sent me he sent me a little video uh, from the stands one night. Uh, he loved my ringmaster costume and thought that was really neat. And he told me <laughs> so that was awesome. And, and uh, he's a good kid. So congratulations on a fantastic season so far. And again, we're recording this podcast before the Bowman Gray Stadium finale. Uh, you've got a forty-four uh, point lead over Tommy the Tiger Neal and fifty-eight points ahead of Dylan Ward. Hundred points to win the race. So. Pretty simple. Just go out and win the race, dude, and you're a champion. That's right. When they throw the white flag, that's that's, that's our goal is not to finish second. We're I got try you. to win the race. Well, I don't root for anybody, but <laughs> if anybody's deserved a championship this year at Bowman Gray with a consistent good season and has raced everybody hard and 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 I I don't think you've done anybody dirty from anything I've seen. You've you've bumped and beaten, banged with people, and you know that's Bowman Gray racing. You're not going to win any races or run up front if you don't put the bumper to people. But I think you've had a great year, Absolutely. and uh, I don't have a dog in the fight. But uh, wish you luck Saturday night, and uh, we really appreciate you taking time to to come and talk to us on the Triad Racing Podcast. I really appreciate y'all having me, and we want to thank all the fans listening to the Triad Racing Podcast, and again, thanks to Ace Speedway. Prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic uh, and racing on also on Friday night, August the 30th, and the Prelude to the Rodney Cook Classic on August the 16th, coming up at Ace Speedway. I am your host, Randy Pettit, the voice of Triad Racing at Historic Bowman Gray Stadium in Winston-Salem on Saturday nights, which will be coming to an end this Saturday, and on Friday nights at Ace Speedway, which uh, we got five more races at Ace, counting the Friday night race, so come on out and see us. And thank you so much for listening. Please share this with your friends, and we'll see you at the track.